Hello, you're listening to the VoiceOver Hour podcast, season three, brought to you by the VoiceOver Network, sponsored by Hindenburg, Apogee, Source Elements, and Focusrite. My name's Rachel Naylor, and I'm your host. I've been a voice actor for over 20 years, working in all areas of voiceovers, including video games, commercials, promos, and narration. I'm editor of The Buzz magazine, founder and director of The VoiceOver Network, and I'm also a multi-award-winning entrepreneur. The VoiceOver Network is the number one place for voiceover professionals to get the best training, help, support, opportunities, and access to an amazing supportive community. We are all about helping, supporting, and strengthening the voiceover industry. The VoiceOver Hour podcast? Well, it takes you behind the scenes in the voiceover industry, sharing stories, insights, and so much more. They'll be dropping every Tuesday. They'll be up to an hour long, and I'll be talking to some fantastic experts in our industry, including voice actors, agents, producers, and casting directors. They'll be sharing their stories, as well as information and advice to help you with your voiceover journey. I started the VoiceOver Network seven years ago because I wanted to create a safe place for voiceover professionals to come together, to help and support each other, to get the right information and to strengthen this incredible industry we work in. The VoiceOver Network is a global community of voiceover professionals and I'm so proud of what we've created. I want to empower you on your journey. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the VoiceOver Hour podcast. Now, today I've got a very special guest for you. I'm really, really excited about introducing you guys to the brilliant August Black. Now, August is an American actor who is just finding his footing in the industry. Uh, with that being said, the jobs he has tackled so far are solid steps in growing a long term career. Now, August's first real acting role came in a music video directed by Dano Cerny for the artist Rebel called The Village, which tackled a heartbreaking story of a transgender teen in an unaccepting home. Being a trans man himself, this opportunity sparked in him something he never expected and pushed him to pursue a career in acting. From there, he has had cameo roles in multiple other music videos and, and hit free form show Good Trouble. And most recently, as Slim Shady in the Pepsi commercial, The Call. Now, one of August's most notable accomplishments thus far has been discovering the world of voiceovers. In 2020, Xbox and Don't Nod released Tell Me Why with August Black voicing Tyler Ronan. Tyler was the protagonist of the game alongside his twin sister, Alison Ronan, making history as the first playable transgender character in a AAA video game. The game was nominated for a handful of awards and brought home five wins, including one for August, the Gaming Mag's Best LGBTQ Character in 2020. Thank you so much for joining us today, August. I'm so happy to be here. Excited. Yay. Thank you for having you're me. Out, oh, you're out in uh, beautiful Los Angeles. Yes, yes. I'm out in Los oh. Angeles. The sun's coming up. And uh, yeah. 
Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. And um, I know that you know Julia Schofling, who has been involved with the voiceover network as well. So, um, so yeah, which is fantastic. And she she was telling us all about how brilliant you are. So yay. I love Julia. She is one of my favorites. She is, she is. So transgender characters and authentic castings are incredibly important right now. But before we kind of get into all of that, um, I'd love you to, to tell us how, like, yeah, so, so how have you found voice acting? How have you kind of, because you've sort of thrown yourself into it. Yeah, so voice acting came to me in kind of a funny way, and I, I think it, it's a little bit of a sign. So the first time I did any type of acting, I had Dan O'Kearney reach out to me on Instagram. Um, and a few years later, Julia did the same thing. Uh, she reached out to me via Instagram and said, hey, do you want to audition? Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? This sounds so cool. Um, and from there, you know, I, I booked it and she she and I grabbed lunch and we were like, she's like, yeah, we didn't expect this. It's like, I didn't expect this, but you booked it. It's like, fantastic. So when I started uh, recording for Tyler, I had never done any type of voiceover work and uh it was, um, I felt like I, I almost jumped in on the deep end, but I had wow. Amanda Wyatt there who was such Wonderful. a floater of like a flotation device for me and Erica Limbeck, who's a true talent. And I just was able to really kind of, you know, have them help me grow and, and, and discover yeah. this, this like incredible, the facet of the entertainment industry. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That really is kind of jumping in the deep end. Like totally. first voiceover role, triple A video game lead. It's like, wow. The stuff yeah. of dreams. Wild. <laughs> it was wild. And we got there and the entire Dotnod team had flown in from France. And so I it was day one and I walked in and there's like 12 people about to watch. And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like wow. we're 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 doing it. Let's do this. It was but everyone was, everyone was so kind and excited that it just kind of, it rubs off on you, right? Like everyone yeah. loves what they do. So. Yeah. I think that's the thing, particularly the video game world is that, you know, there's nobody working in video games who doesn't absolutely love it. And I think that that's, that really comes through in games, you know, the passion that behind the creation of them. So, yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. I definitely feel that. And, and I've always been someone who loves animation and kind of really... Um, I love the storytelling behind it and and how the feel good nature of it. And I feel like that's just kind of like the voiceover community in general. It's, yes. it's, it's feel good. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And so, so in terms of your experience of working on tell me why, I mean, you know, must've been it's quite something going straight into that. Um, and how, what was it like playing the role of Tyler? I mean, Playing Tyler was a total gift. I felt like I, um, I felt like Tyler was an outlet for me in, in, in exploring things that I hadn't really like talked about, even with myself. And and he's yeah. so confident and unapologetic, and that really rubbed off on me too. And I feel like, you know, we had the same senses of humor, and and I really got to just become Tyler in a lot of ways. And I feel like almost the same thing for Tyler is that we just became, you know, one one voice and um the tell me why team they they helped and they were so 
they were so like kind and just uh, understanding that if like a line didn't work for Tyler, if a line didn't work for me, then those were the same thing. And mm-hmm. so we could uh, adjust and and go for it. But I think for me, one of my favorite moments is I was I was doing a back to back recording session, and after lunch, they brought lunch, you ate lunch, and then you went back into the studio, and I was like, wow getting paid to do this. Like, this is so cool. Like, this is just the coolest thing ever. I'm just sitting here and I'm having fun and I'm, I'm, I learned so much, like just making efforts. So it's so hard, you know? And like at the end of it, I mean, it was like, gosh, I wish we could redo the efforts in the first half because you've gotten so much better at them. And I was like, we've been here, we're practicing, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've been in many sessions where I'm like pinching myself, just being like, I, can't believe I'm getting paid to do this it's and then you get to the end of the session and and you're like I I get really sad because I'm like I don't want it to end I'm really enjoying Mm -hmm. myself (laughs) yeah I was very sad when tell me why I ended yeah it's very sad when I had to say goodbye to those guys but it was also it was bittersweet because I was excited to see where what came next you know yeah and so were you be were you able to bring like your life experiences of going through you know obviously going through what you've been through with transformation and and so we were able to kind of bring that to Tyler yeah definitely um I think you know and not to be any spoilers but Tyler uh he transitions away from home and that's something that I have experienced myself and and something I was really nervous about was going back after I've transitioned after I look different after you know people they assume that you change, you know, and, and, and for all intents and purposes, you do in a lot of ways, but in my idea or my perception is that you grow up, you know, you're not really changing. You're just becoming the person that you're always meant to be, which is, you know, the way that aging works, right? Like we all kind of grow into ourselves. Um, and Tyler, he grew into himself away and then had to kind of go back to his hometown and see a bunch of people who had this notion of who he is and who he was and how he like, he, he changed that version. And, and there's, there was reasons. I mean, there's, there's a very darker, their dark tone in that game, but, um, I recently had to go back to my hometown and it'd been a really long time. And I saw people I hadn't seen forever. And there's this, there's this knot that you carry when you do those things, because um, you, you feel like you're the one that's changed and you want to make sure that you're, you're still the same for those people in a way. Um, And so I really got to live through some things through Tyler that helped me in my own transition. Yeah. Which is, I guess there's, there, I mean, you must have gone through a whole period of acceptance, you know, and, and, and I guess that's, that's the tricky thing is other people's acceptance, you know, mm. which, which, you know, I mean, we're, we're in an amazing time, aren't we, in history yeah. where it's, you know, there is acceptance and there is, you know, but it's, it's about understanding and, and that's, you know, I think why it's so wonderful um, that this game is out having, you know, you as the lead talk you know bringing up an important issue that that people want to learn about you know people want to understand um mm. and and so I think that's yeah I think it's brilliant and I'm yeah I'm so pleased that that you're part of this game and and that it's out there and and people are understanding more I agree and I think the, you know Donut did an incredible thing where they took the trans story which 
is sometimes filled with, you know, tropes of, you know, a stereotypical experience, but they didn't, they didn't really include those for Tyler and they brought him in as a full person. Um, And so, you know, Tyler was Tyler without his transness. And that was, that was really powerful for me because that's kind of how I try to walk through this world is like, I am August. Um, and my transness is a part of me, but it doesn't, it doesn't all encompass me and it, and it only adds to my life and my perception of this world. And so Tyler, I feel like he embodies that too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, yeah. And you're, you know, paving the way for, for lots of people in the industry, lots of transgender people. And, and so well done for that. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like there's, there's so many that has come before me, but I'm super glad to be a part of that list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and do you find, I mean, in terms of being a voice actor, you know, obviously it's an interesting one. And I and I've seen, you know, castings coming up more and more for non-binary, mm-hmm. um, which is which is an interesting one because you know, generally, you know, sort of it's usually a female voice or a male voice. And so the non-binary is really interesting, I think, in this because people want something that isn't specific. Um, so, so where, yeah, would you, I mean, it's a tricky one because yeah, you've got a male sounding voice. I've got a yeah. female sounding voice. Can you then, do you, do you transition, can you transition and, and do a female voice or is it, or is it not really like that? Is it just kind of. I think some people can, um, yeah. I have always had a super deep voice. And so through yeah. my transition, it really just kind of, it, it settled. down there and so I definitely I don't I cannot sound like uh like uh, female anymore I guess yeah um but even before I started you know HRT and and transitioning I you know my I'd get phone calls where they'd be like hey Joe talking thinking I was my dad you know they just never yeah Yeah. so it was always you know it was always deep and a little like raspy and kind of that but the the non-binary thing is 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 interesting because when um when they're casting for it if they just give you a blanket like we're looking for a non-binary voice i would say that my voice is non-binary i've broken the binary and transitioned and i fit that category but that's not what they're looking for so it's really about putting actual like you know descriptions of what you're looking for and what you want so my non-binary kind of tends to more of a flamboyant male sounding voice is like, yeah. that's kind of how I go about it. Cause that's where I think people would feel it and see it, yeah. you know? Um, whereas like, if I were just to kind of talk, no one, no one's gonna be like, that's not a non-binary voice, you know? Yeah. It's, so it's, that- it's fascinating. It's really, I think it's really interesting. And I think, I mean, the industry is going through a massive shift in authentic castings. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, from diversity to gay and transgender and, and non-binary uh, and people who represent these communities being cast. How important do you think it is to cast authentically? I mean, I, I think it's incredibly important. Um, through uh, just the last few years alone, I think we really had a lot of eye-opening moments to how casting authentically leads to people learning about yeah. things that they've never experienced or can, can't understand. And it opens eyes to, you know, the normalcy of being that, you know, yeah. it's just it's seeing it, hearing it and understanding like this person did an incredible job in becoming this character. And now they get to, and, and then they get to inspire some little trans girl or a little trans guy to 
be incredible themselves. And, and, and if you just have cis actors playing trans actors, it, it becomes a character instead of a reality, I think in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um, and that goes, you know, that goes to the fact that their diversity casting is something that's expanding and, and being way more uh, common across all boards, which is, in, is incredible to see and, and the way we should be moving. Definitely, definitely. And you're absolutely right in terms of, you know, it is, it's giving people a voice and, and, you know, being authentic, uh, you know, and, and voice actors, you know, and I, I speak to a lot of voice actors. We do a lot of training at the Voice of a Network. And, and, it, and it's interesting how often voice actors will, will shy away from, you know, maybe their, their, um, their diverse background because they want to kind of fit in and I'm like no 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 you want to embrace that you want to embrace all the all the different parts of you and where you come from and and your backgrounds and where your mum's from and your grandmother and you know all those things make you who you are and 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 it's it's being authentic and being that true voice and when we're in that place that's where the magic happens all right totally agree yeah because it it makes the character so much more full when the other person like the person behind it understands you know yeah and with with tyler did you were you involved in kind of tweaking bits of of the script and things were you able to kind of advise on it yeah so anything that i would be like you know what i just wouldn't say that as a transhuman they were like okay what do you want to say but uh, I always like to joke that they also tweaked the script if I couldn't say the line. <laughs> so I'd be like stumbling <laughs> over it and they're like, all right, what do you, how would you say this? And I'd change it. They're like, oh, that's perfect. Let's do it that way. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, but they, they, you know, I think one of the coolest things is like, um, and I've, I, I think that you can feel different ways when you come into a set or into a project where it's like, you're, you're the trans actor that's there to play a trans character. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Donut and with Tyler, it was like, okay, August is here and he's going to help us be, make Tyler the most authentic representation we can. And they, they, you know, they used, I don't know how to say it, used is like the, the weird word, but I feel like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like mm. I was, I was a t- part of the team. You know, I yeah. wasn't just the actor coming in. I was a part of the team and it felt that way. And like they respected my experience as uh, only, you know, an added additive yeah. to the team and, and, and only a way to like improve how the game was going to go. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, I mean, I guess a, a key to acting, truthful acting is being able to be vulnerable. And opening up to vulnerability, and and I guess having gone through what you've gone through, you, you have had to address some some vulnerabilities. You've you've had to address all sorts of things, probably in you know it, with friends, family, and so that I would imagine that that makes you a better actor. I think so, and you know I have never been accused of murdering my mother, so there's also parts of Tyler <laughs> that I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> but um she's alive and well so there's that okay. but uh yeah <laughs> um there's you know there's the sibling relationship and yeah. and, uh, and i have tons of siblings and 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 those do change yeah, you said earlier you're one of seven i'm one of seven yeah, yeah. And, uh, wow busy house the relation it's it's crazy but those relationships change with yeah. the transition and um you have to give space for that person because um I think that's something that we almost forget sometimes is that 
yeah. it took me years to accept myself. And it's not that I will accept any negativity, but I also will give a space, just enough space so that you can, you know, kind of unlearn your, your preconceived notion of who I'm supposed to be and understand that this is who I want to be. And I think Allison does a great job, but they also go through a real, like a kind of like a, a push and pull grow period where they have to figure out each other out of siblings and where they Mm kind of sit. And, and how they're going to be there for each other. Um, and that's something I can definitely relate to. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Okay. We're going to take a short break guys to hear from our fabulous sponsors, but we'll be back any minute now. This podcast is sponsored by Apogee, Hindenburg, Source Elements, and Focusrite. Source Elements pioneers in remote recording since 2005 whether you're narrating lines for films audiobooks animation or video games with source connect you will deliver remote voiceover takes in the highest quality and in perfect sync over the internet this podcast is brought to you by focusrite vocaster focusrite's recording interfaces have already helped make more recordings than any other ever now with vocaster it has never been so simple to get the best sounding podcast with auto gain, enhance, and easy start tool. All the things you need to get recording. Vocaster is the easiest way to set up your show. Find out more at focusrite.com or search Vocaster. Tell the world. This podcast was sponsored by Apogee, your audio solution. When it comes to home studios, Apogee is on the cutting edge, providing excellence in every area. They creatively think outside the box to create solutions for all the day-to-day problems faced by voiceover artists. And finally, Hindenburg Narrator, intelligent and intuitive software editing to solve your most common audiobook narration challenges. From uneven levels and noise reduction to ACX and Findaway validation. Download your exclusive Von 60-day trial and $50 discount code at hindenburg.com forward slash voiceover network. Okay, so we're back. So we are talking about your fantastic career uh, and the the amazing game that you were part of. Um, do you feel like you, when you were working um, on the game, did you feel like you were getting the right support? One hundred percent. Yeah, it was way more support than I expected. I didn't want to feel like I was jumping into a uh, into a pool I wasn't going to be able to. S- women and I think you know I had the pleasure of recording alongside of Erica Limbeck in the same room and that was that was like you know I think that what is what made tell me why so great is that we could actually really feed off each other and just having that like that you know that energy is a support I think and and Amanda is incredible as well and they really were just very patient but also like very positive and supporting of me just getting better and that was really cool because I feel like that that's missing in other sides of the entertainment industry that could totally be there yeah you know yeah absolutely absolutely I mean the voiceover industry yeah there is something very special and magical and supportive and awesome awesome so in terms of what advice do you have for any trans 
uh, gender voice actors who are out there who are listening to this? I think that most actors struggle with with patience and yeah. being and being patient with both themselves, but the industry and, and finding the role that's going to fit you and, and yeah. the role that you're meant for, because there there's one out there, you know, yeah. um, and practice, yeah. practice patience, practice your, you know, your craft and, yeah. you know, give space to, to, uh, to yourself. I think like one of the hardest things is being hard on yourself, especially as yeah. someone who wants to be a positive representation for others. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing is as well, that the, the all voice actors are tough on themselves. <laughs> like we all give ourselves a hard time. Um, and so accepting that, you know, I think accepting who we are is is super important. And, you know, I often say to people, you know, who are who are training that everything that's happened in our lives brings us to where we are right now, right here, right now. And as voice actors, we are employed, it's not the sound of our voice but it's it's our life experience that we bring to our characters that we bring to the to the script and so the good the bad the ugly all those things that have happened in your life are completely unique first of all so nobody else is going to sound like you you are going to bring something totally unique to the script it's about being truthful and being authentic um and i think yeah that's that's really important yeah no i love that i think i i did like a like almost like a a, a, a voiceover blind dating show where you you went met with different like directors and different people who kind of were like okay read read me this sides that you have uh-huh. and, and let me help you and and she said something one of the one of the people there said something very similar to what you just said was like you're gonna make this character something different than the next person yeah and it's what you make it it's what you bring to it and like that's your your uniqueness will bring a unique part of this character out that no one ever expected and to embrace that. And I think that's kind of what I struggle with most. I, I, you know, it's having the confidence in your uniqueness is, you know, a learned behavior. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, it is, it is, you know, being an actor and being a voice actor, you know, we are, we are putting ourselves forward in it, you know, we are being vulnerable and opening ourselves up and that, you know, that can be true tricky you know whatever your you know sexual orientation or whatever you know whether you're what yeah what whatever gender or diverse background you know we all have have truth and vulnerability and I think that that's that's important to embrace that mm-hmm. couldn't agree that more sense? yeah 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 um oh, and then and so so in terms of because I think it's interesting. I've I've delved into a little bit of casting recently, which was quite exciting to kind of go the other side of the of the table. Um and and I found it quite interesting casting a a um ethnically diverse character and just just trying to get the wording right, you know, so that I didn't upset anyone. I remember feeling like, oh gosh, I don't, you know, it, it can be tricky to navigate. Um in terms of casting for transgender roles do you have any advice for anyone you know for casting directors or anyone kind of in that that side of the thing or agents or anything in terms of you know what how they should approach or you know whether you've seen things done wrong that could be done better I mean do you have anything yeah to share on that um I think you know avoid just putting a character a trans character somewhere so that you can check that box 
You know, I think that's really important because we feel it on the other side. If I read a script and I'm like, oh, this character's just here to be here and to kind of like be a part of, you know, the, the, not, I don't want to say like trend, but it's, it's very, you know, it's very right now to include, which is incredible, but it's also like, sometimes I did a, I did a theatrical audition and, uh, and I had one line and the one line was, wow, someone's quick with the pronouns. And it felt very specific to just create that kind of like, oh, you know, we put a trans character in this role. Yeah. In this moment and in the show. And and it doesn't, it does, you know, I think it, as an actor, you feel that, you know, yeah. and as a trans person, you feel whether or not that your intent is authentic and, and you want the, you want to uh, create something that means something instead of something yeah. that's just like placed. Yeah. Or, yeah. That makes Absolutely. sense. Yeah. No, that totally does there. make sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think it kind of, you know, I think back to, you know, even from like women being represented in video games, you know, more and, and having stronger roles. And, and I think, it, I think it goes back to the writers and the producers and those people who are involved, you know, there are now more females. So we're getting, you know, better, stronger female characters, which is fantastic. Um, and there are more, you know, diverse um, ethnically diverse people getting involved in the writing, the producing of video games and films. I mean, I got the Encanto is just the most amazing film because it just, it's so beautifully done and there are so many wonderful things about it, but it's very authentic and true. And I think that's, that's really important because it's got the right writers background, you know, all of that. It, it, mm-hmm. it, so I think, yeah, I think that, I guess, in terms of the transgender side of things, is it's still fairly new so there probably aren't that many in that sort of the writing and the the producing side of things but I guess that will that will we'll get that more and more going forward I hope yeah yeah definitely and I have some friends who are working their way up those ladders and in those industries that you know eventually will make a huge impact on creating positive representation and I yeah. think it's incredible it's inspiring to see it from this side because you're like oh I know this is going to pay off Cause like yeah. you have the right, you know, you, you have the experience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and what would you like to see happen in the industry? What, what, yeah. Is there anything you would like to see kind of any changes or. Um, I think right now that there's a lot of casting for what is, uh, what is expected from a trans yeah. person. And what is, what's it's expected for a trans person to sound like? We talked a little bit about how my voice is pretty deep and no one would expect me to be trans based off that one specific thing. Um, And I think that that's something that I personally struggle with is that, you know, there's a lot of expectations of what a trans person is right now. And I'd love to see that kind of dropped. And so that we get to explore all, you know, all different kinds of humans and all different kinds of trans experiences because they're all valid. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and just going back to the, um, I want to pick back up on the the social media thing, because I think that it's fascinating that you got cast from Instagram because, you know, I'm, I'm very, I, I love the marketing side of being a voice actor and I do, I teach a lot uh, about that and I've had work from different platforms, but, um, but yeah, so, so 
have you got advice for people in terms of your Instagram is, is fantastic and very strong. Um, what advice have you got for people with their social media? Um, I would put out content that you would have wanted to see when you were going through the same thing. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm an older sibling and, and I, and I think that that's a, that's a important role. And that's kind of the role I try to take online in a lot of ways. I put out content that, that would be, you know, that that's welcoming and positive, but also real enough to like, you know, let people in. And then, you know, it's, <laughs> Instagram is one of those weird places where there's, I don't know if it's like the healthiest space, right? It's like yeah. very about what you look like and, and what you're putting out there and, and how much you're doing it and the interaction between it. And it can kind of like, it can kind of split realities in a lot of ways. And yeah. so, you know, be healthy with Instagram as well. Be healthy with social media, make sure that you're, you're putting enough of yourself out there so that you feel really confident, but not so much that you feel depleted. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I went through an interesting thing with social media and um, that I was always putting the happy, smiley, you know, everything's great. Me on a red carpet. Wonderful. All very wonderful. Great, great, great. And, um, and I went through, I, I was, I was diagnosed with MS in 2018 and I kept it quiet because I thought if, if people found out I had MS, they'd think I was weak and that I was sick and that I was going to be finished. So I carried on this, everything's fine. Everything's wonderful. And I actually went through depression and carried on going, everything's great. Look at me. I'm wonderful, happy. And I, and I suddenly realized that I was, that I was showing just such a small part of me and who I am. And I, after a year of the diagnosis, I decided to, to, to come out and talk publicly about my MS. And I was, it was terrifying. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's it. You know, no one's going to want to work with me. And the response I had was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it was just the, the support and, and it was amazing. And it just from, so now I'm, I'm much more, I mean, it's, I still keep some things to myself, but I think it's important to, to share with people, um, you know, some, some vulnerability again, but it so many people got in touch with me afterwards to say that me posting publicly about my MS had kind of had helped them to, you know, to, to talk about things that were going on with them. Because I think it's so easy for us all just to be like, okay, you're on social media, everybody looks great and you compare yourself and you think, oh my gosh, I've only got to, you know, I've got to tell everybody that I'm happy and that I'm at a party and that everything's great. And actually it's okay to, to talk, about things that aren't great in your life because that that helps other people yeah and it helps you too I mean that's that's incredible and like took so much strength to to do that and um I'm sure it was almost a relief you know I yeah it it, that that's a lot of pressure to keep up something so specific and and something that's also has such a detriment to your day-to-day life so I'm sure that that was really scary um yeah but when I came out on social media, it it was like when I went from, you know, being a lesbian to transitioning, it was you're you're terrified for what people are going to say. And then every time you're surprised with how supportive and incredible people can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's it's wonderful to to see that side of, of of humanity, and so yeah, I guess the the advice probably coming from both of us is just yeah, just to be to be real on on social media and um, and I love that you you talk about kind of feeling like a 
an older sibling that you're helping other people and and that you know that's a big part if, if we could all just help other people as well on social media as opposed to kind of trying to I don't know show off or you know <laughs> I mean yeah. we said always a little bit of showing off let's be honest yeah I, I mean I love social media because I love finding out what everybody's up to <laughs> <laughs> You're like I want to know what are you doing <laughs> it's so true though yeah there's there's a little showing off but then I think you know having being proud too is, yeah. is totally yeah. a part of you know you 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 should be proud you're yeah. you're doing it and yeah, it's yeah. been a rough few years so like be proud yeah definitely yeah. definitely definitely so what is next for august black we will see we will see i uh i would love to take on another voiceover role and really you know get better and and uh and dive more into that that industry and uh and same with theatrical i think that's one of my bigger goals too is just kind of yeah. experience and, and be able to come become another character um but as you probably know this this takes time so I have to work on that patience. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's tricky, isn't it? We live in a world where it's like everybody wants everything right now. And yeah, voiceovers is a marathon. It is a marathon. But I tell yeah. you, you 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 had a hell of a start. <laughs> I did, yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, which is great. So fantastic, wonderful. And just kind of to, to finish up, it's been amazing having you on this podcast. But to kind of finish up, do you have a last piece of advice to to, to send everyone away with? Oh, that's that dude. That's a lot of pressure. That uh, is. That is. So, <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, something I've been trying to to work on is that you always just have today. Yeah. You know, you always just have today. So to make it make it count, but also you know, give yourself what you need in that day, um, and uh, and work towards what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to see what you're up to next. And um, yeah, and just congratulations on your fantastic role um, in Tell Me Why. And um, yeah, I look forward to yeah to catching up with you again soon. And when I'm in LA as well. I would love that. That would be awesome. Yay. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for listening to the VoiceOver Hour podcast, season three. Brought to you by the VoiceOver Network. With special sponsors, Hindenburg, Apogee, Source Elements, and Focusrite. My name's Rachel Naylor. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out our next episode, bringing you more behind-the-scenes stories in the voiceover industry.